welcome to the 1% Growth Club podcast, where we discuss the power of love, beliefs, focus, gratitude, and mindset. Get comfortable being uncomfortable, and let's grow together and experience more of this beautiful journey of life. My name is AJ Gupta, and welcome to today's episode. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is AJ Gupta, and I'm so grateful to have you here. I'm your mentor, your guide, and your coach to help you grow at least 1% in your body, in your mind, in your soul. Because my friends, when you can grow at least 1% in each of these areas, when you grow 1% physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, and you compound that growth every single day, every single week, every single month, every single year, well, remember, you take you everywhere. So wherever you go, you go. And imagine where you'll be in one year down the road, three years, five years, 10 years down the road with this compounded growth on on 1% at least to help you become a better version of you. So we are so grateful to have you here, whether you're joining us live here on TikTok and massive shout out to everybody on TikTok. It has been going absolutely crazy these last couple of weeks. So I'm sending everybody so much love on TikTok. For those who are joining us live here on, on Zoom and Facebook, we welcome you. But before we begin, good morning, Brother Tony. I know you're traveling around this morning. How are you? What's going on? Where are you? What are you up to? Good morning, good morning, good morning. Yeah, I have some meetings this morning in in the city, which is like 45 minutes away from me. So I'll be on the highway. Um, you know, I've been working on a TV series, an animated TV series, like doing the the sound and soundtrack and stuff like that. So that's starting to get in full motion. So going to meet with some animators and I get to learn a new process of, you know, a new way to be creative with music, you know, that's not really in my wheelhouse, you know, syncing and scoring and things like that. But, you know, I'm embracing the challenge and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing great. I'm killing it, you know? So yeah, man, just enjoying, enjoying that process. So how are you this morning, man? I'm doing very well, brother. I'm doing very well. I've got uh, a lot of stomach pain, a lot of abdomen pain, unfortunately. But aside from that, I'm doing well. Um, But I'll I'll go into me in a little bit. I just want to lean into, you know, your share there real quick. And it's falling in love with growth. Right. I know you've been very growth mindseted your entire life, but that that piece about just falling in love with the process. Falling in love with the journey is so keen and so important. And for those of you that are listening, what does this mean? Right? It means that you know life is always going to show up. Life is always going to throw something at you. Something's going to show up. But what? And yesterday we spoke about it quite in quite in depth. Is what angle, what lens, or perspective are you looking at it through? Right. So Tony is going into this new uh, piece of music. You know, he could have easily said, oh, look, this is something I'm not used to. This is a different type of music. I don't want to learn this. I don't want to grow. Or his ego could get in the way. But he's leaning into, okay, what can I learn here? How can I grow? What impact can I make? What tools and strategies and technologies can I use for my previous experiences? And how can I apply that to my music career right now? 
Is that right, Tony? Am I like kind of on the on track then? You are, but but more than just for my music career, just for you know one part legacy, but one part just growth in something that I've spent so much time because I'm completely self-taught when it comes to music production. So it's always been like this for me. There was always something new to learn. And this is come approaching up on like final level status. Like there's really nowhere else to go after this, you know? So that part too. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And that's, you know, that's the way you live. That's the way you operate. That's the mindset you adopt. And, you know, we spoke so much about mindset yesterday, but remember my friends, and even last week, mindset is not just something you have when you're at work or something you're doing when you're working. It's you take you everywhere. So that mindset shows up everywhere. It shows up when you're taking care of your health. It shows up when you're taking care of your family, your relationships, your spirituality, all of those things. Mindset is key. And when you can create a growth mindset, a mindset of you know, love and light and growth and wanting to create, wanting to learn so you can make a larger impact, that ripples, creates a ripple effect into everything that you do. And we see it with Tony's family. We see it with his kids. That's how his kids show up, you know, and it's, it's a direct reflection of, of your mindset. It's a direct reflection of how we will show up. So, uh, official welcome to every single one of you. Official welcome to every one of you here on TikTok. Uh, there's over 23 of you here live, so massive shout out. Those that are joining us live here on Zoom, massive shout out to you, Jamelia, Laura De Los Santos in the house, Angie's in the house, and for those that are joining live on Facebook as well. We had a beautiful, beautiful conversation yesterday um, about the power of mindset. And the quote yesterday from Nelson Mandela, I'll repeat it uh, just as a reminder, and then we'll go into t- t- today's quote. But he said, there is no passion to be found in playing small, in settling for a life that is less than the one you're capable of living. So, you know, I, I hope and we hope that from yesterday's conversation, you know, something ignited something inside of you. Maybe there was a, 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 um, a light bulb spark or, you know, you really, you know, something came to you and you decided to take action, right? There is no passion to be played are found in playing small, in settling for a life that is the, less than the one you're capable of living. And we each have the ability and capability and ability to create something so beautiful and magnificent for us and our family and our community. But there are certain things that stop us from getting in the way. And one of that is mindset, the things that we say to ourselves. So today's quote is... In conjunction with the power of mindset, which is just as important, is the power of beliefs, the power of beliefs. And for those of you that come to these rooms often, you know that, you know, we talk about these so, so often. And our belief systems, what we believe every single day will determine how we feel. What we believe every single day will determine the actions that we take. I'll give you an example. If I believe that brushing my teeth two or three times a day is very important. In fact, if I believe it's life-saving, and some of you may be like, life-saving? How is that even possible? Because your belief system doesn't say that. 
your belief system may just say, oh, it's important to brush your teeth so your teeth don't go yellow. But let's take it a step further. It's important to brush your teeth because if you don't brush your teeth, it can create cavities. It can create decay. And if your teeth get decay, you can lose your teeth. And then eventually, if you lose your teeth, then you won't be able to eat. Then you have to get fake teeth and then it costs money and then it's painful. And then it creates gum disease, so on and so forth. In fact, if you have healthy teeth, it has the ability to increase your life, increase your longevity by up to seven years. Now, someone with that belief system, and they truly believe that, do you think it's going to be difficult for, you, for them or for you to get them to brush their teeth once or twice a day? Absolutely not. Right? But we forget that we have belief systems about our teeth. We have belief systems about life. We have belief systems about ourselves. So today's quote is about belief systems. And it's don't downgrade your dream just to fit your reality. Don't downgrade your dream just to fit your reality. Upgrade your conviction to match your destiny. So I'll repeat it one more time in total. Don't downgrade your dream just to fit your reality. Upgrade your conviction to match your destiny. So the first thing that shows up for me with this quote is, you know, we as human beings, we have a lot of dreams and goals and visions and things that we want to create for ourselves. You know, growing up, I always wanted to be a police officer or growing up, I always wanted to be a doctor or certain things I wanted to do. And I used to downgrade who I was if I didn't believe I could achieve, right? I used to say to myself, okay, if I can't achieve it, then I'm just going to downgrade my my dream. Okay, if I can't do that, then I'm going to do this. And it wasn't, and I did it because I said to myself that I didn't think I could. I didn't think I was capable of. I didn't think I was strong enough. I didn't think I was good enough. And so when I started to believe those thoughts, I, didn't, I wasn't good enough, I'm not strong enough, I'm not capable enough, then my reality or what I thought was possible started to decrease as well. So what I thought was once possible, now I'm thinking about what's actually possible and it downgraded what really what I thought I could have actually done. Then what happens is you lower your dreams and expectations. And then what, what we don't forget is those beliefs and patterns still show up. Then we start saying to ourselves again, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not capable. And then, then we say, oh, no, now we have to downgrade our dreams again. But then we forget it's a pattern. It's a habit. So what do we do in this situation? Right? We have to focus on raising our standards. Raise your standards for everything that you do in your life. Now, don't lower your, uh, don't raise your expectations, right? Because if you raise your expectations, you're going to be upset. Lower your expectations, but raise your standards. So upgrade, right? If you have a dream, let's say you want to, like a dream of mine is to, is to, uh, to have a school in India. And I kept on saying to myself, oh, you know, it has to be this, it has to be that, it has to be that, it has to be that. Then as time progressed, 
I started to downgrade my drape. I, I, I said, instead of a school of 500, I was settled for a school of 100, right? Because time, I was losing time. I was losing energy. I was losing resources. I was losing all of these things. So I downgraded what I wanted, right? Whereas if the flip side of it is upgrade your conviction to match your destiny. I, my goal and dream is to, is to build and create a school of 500 kids in India. Like now I'm thinking, how can I create and build a school of a thousand? Right. And it gives me a different life, le different energy, a different level of momentum. And it changes the way I feel. Right. So it's not like a misalignment because to be able to impact a thousand people to have a school of a thousand kids is is phenomenal, right? And now I even see it clearer and, and, and easy. So another piece I want to add is bec become aware of who you surround yourself with because who you surround yourself with, you could be surrounding yourself with people who have literally mastered the muscle and the art of downgrading their dreams and just settling. And what do I mean by this? I know a lot of people that I grew up with, I spent a lot of time with in my life. And like, even to this day, I have people in my life that they have a pattern and habit of just downgrading who they are as a person and their dream just to match their reality. And it's a pattern of theirs and it doesn't serve me, it doesn't serve them. So I have to remove myself from those situations and those people. So, you know, that's part of upgrading your conviction to match your destiny is you have to put yourself in those situations. You have to set yourself up for success. Look at raising your standards in all these areas of your life. And when you do, you will start to see some shifts and you will start to see you moving towards your destiny instead of moving towards or away from it, if that makes sense. Okay, my clothes are done. <laughs> all right, Tony, I'm going to pass it over to you. Anything you want to share, anything you want to add, I would love to hear from you. What, what, what shows up for you with this quote? Okay, yeah, he may be driving. So, oh, yeah, go ahead, bro. Bad signal area, if you can hear me. Yes, we can hear you now. All right. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm a little preoccupied this morning, but, you know, so, like, so much shows up for me here. Um, you know, this downplaying my dreams you know, to fit my reality. It's kind of, you know, a contemplation I'm having right now. Some, something I'm uh, kind of currently going through, you know. Um, I'm, you know, in a situation where I'm spending a lot of time focused on money, and doing things for money, which takes me away from the things that, I dream about with the things that I have in the works, you know, and it's really kind of hitting home with me lately, you know, how much impact matters, right? Because the impact of me paying my bills and doing things like that, you know, which they always get paid is, you know, sometimes not as quickly as they should, right? But you know, the impact of that is kind of small in the big scheme of things where the impact of some of my other projects, you know, they're meant to send messages to the world to do a, do a, do a small part in healing the world and they can and will, you know, 
but as I take take myself away from that, you know, and my focus becomes something else, then my dreams kind of take a back seat. And while that might have been cool for me at one point in time in my life, it's definitely not <laughs> cool for me now, right? Because my belief system has changed. My my vision or definition or the meaning that I give to success has changed, you know, because I can do many things for money, right? And I have a lot of friends that, you know, I'm blessed to have a lot of friends that are self-made millionaires, you know, come from nothing to file the odds and, you know, and that, but their focus has been that, you know, but, but for the majority of them, their their personal life is in chaos, and and the money doesn't help. And I realized that. So this quote is reminding me; it's kind of even bringing it home for me again. What I've been kind of thinking here lately, you know, like I have to get back to doing what I'm here for, and focusing on impact. And money will come or it won't, right? And if something shows up, I'll solve the problem as I always do. And just got to keep having faith in me and having faith in the journey. You know? So I will leave it there. Yeah, I, I really appreciate that, Tony, brother. And it's um, that lesson, like going back to that lesson on money. Um, you know, I've always been told, my entire life that don't focus on money don't focus on money don't focus on money you know focus on impact and if you focus on impact the money will come you know for for a long 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 time years and years and years and there were times I even remember like you know my dad when he was first getting into coaching right when it like this was years ago probably 15 years ago and he was giving free coaching sessions just to begin with, just to begin with, right? He was just impact. He was so focused on impact, impact, impact. Like there were times where he wouldn't even join us for family dinners because he was just on calls, helping people, helping people, helping people, building that muscle. And back then I didn't know what the hell he was doing. I only saw that he was away from our family. He was away from dinner. He was, he was away. There was, there was no love, no presence. But he was focusing on impact. He was focusing on his dream. He was focusing on helping people. And again, keep focusing on impact. The money will come. The money will come. The money will come. He would say, hey, one day, one day people will fly me around the world to help him. One day they will, they will give me their cars. They will give me their boats. They will give me their planes. They'll fly in their planes. And we were just like, what? Impact. Focus on impact. And today, that's everything he's doing is impact related and people fly him around the world for, for, his, for his expertise. And so, but it's difficult at times, right? Focus on impact, focus on impact, focus on impact. The money will come. But it's also what's, what's easy not to do, what's easy to do is easy not to do, right? It's it's easy to focus on money, but it's just as easy to focus on impact. We have to just train ourselves 
we have to put ourselves into those states. We have to ask ourselves those questions. How can I impact people today? What am I doing to create an impact today? What am I doing to serve today? What am I doing to upgrade my, who I am? What am I doing to, to reach the goals that I want to reach? Or am I doing things that are sabotaging it? Have I given up? It's powerful. Um, there was a couple more things I wanted to share, but um, Amy, I will pass it over to you, sister. How are you? Good morning to you. Um, it looks like we have Sanjay there as well. So good morning, brother Sanjay. I'm passing you over to you. Good morning. Thank you so much. As you were speaking, I thought about the phrase of raising standards, lowering expectations. And I thought about when I was 12 years old, and I thought about when I was 12 years old and, I, whoops, and um, I became very passionate about environmental issues and environmental law. And I remember when I was in high school, having a conversation with my parents' friend's son, who was of Indian origin. And he was one of the few Indian Americans I knew who was also interested in pursuing a career in environmental issues. And we were at some party together and he said to me, he said, there are multiple paths or avenues that you can take. For example, you could work for a nonprofit organization. You could do something government related. You could do something international. You could go into environmental law. You could teach. And when I was about 17 years old, I said to him, I'm going to do it all. I want to do it all. And he said, well, usually people, you know, focus on one area or another. And believe it or not, I did it all by the age of 35. So right after I graduated from college, I worked for a government agency that dealt with environmental issues. Then I worked for a nonprofit organization in environmental education. Then I went to law school and I interned for environmental attorneys and I got a sense of what it was like to assist with research in environmental litigation. And then I did a course in India on international environmental law. And then I came back and a few years later, pursued my LLM in international environmental law, and then worked for an international organization that was following environmental issues at the United Nations. And then after that, I taught. So I actually accomplished all of it and was very proud of myself. So when I made the decision after Sanjay was born that I wanted to stay home and devote my time to him, I felt very satisfied and very proud of myself for not lowering my expectations and for not lowering my standards. And I mean, sorry, I meant not lowering my standards, um, but I actually throughout it all, I did not have high expectations. And what I said to myself was that, you know what? I don't need to do the best on the LSAT. I don't need to become the best lawyer or I don't need to get into the best school, but I'm passionate about this topic and I wanna make a difference. I wanna make an impact. I wanna work really hard wherever I end up going. So I'm gonna do my best. And it doesn't need to be the top three schools or it doesn't need to be 
this firm in particular, I can make an impact wherever I am. And my husband was moving around a lot for work. So we moved from Florida to India to Singapore, to Chicago, to New York, to New Jersey, back to Singapore and to Seattle. And I made it my plan that no matter where I was, I was going to work towards my goals in some way or another. And now my goal is being the most hands-on and attentive mother that I can be. And I'm doing my best at that. And I feel like, yeah, am I perfect? No, but again, I don't have high expectations, but I do hold myself to a high standard that I'll do my best every day. But do I mess up? Yes, I'm human. However, I know that this is my goal right now and I'm just gonna work towards it. So thank you for letting me share, I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. What a beautiful share. Hey, good morning, Sanjay. How are you, brother? Um, would you like to say anything? Um, no, I'm okay. Yeah. I like your shirt that you got on Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like it. So um, I appreciate your share, Amy. I really did. And there was a couple of things I wrote down while you were, while you were sharing that. One thing I want to lean into is when you said, you know, out of all of those things that I did, the feeling I felt is satisfied and proud, you know, and, and we, we do things for feelings, my friends, and everything we do, we do for a feeling, even coming on to this, this Zoom, I come on to the Zoom every single day because it makes me feel so goddamn great. If it didn't, I wouldn't come on, right? We drive certain cars, we drink certain drinks to feel good. But we also do things that make us feel a certain way as well. And so when we are focused on impact and doing the things that we love, it will make us feel fulfilled and it will make us feel proud. But I have a question for you, Amy. You know, you had all of these goals that you had written down initially. Were you consciously focusing on achieving all of those or was it just you were focused on one that naturally happened and then you moved on to, to two and three and four? It was a natural progression. So I did my LLM, which is a master's of law in environmental law. And then I was really enjoying working for this international organization. And it just kind of the law school that I did my LLM in, they happened to be starting this new summer program where they were inviting attorneys from around the world to come and do these short courses. And since I was at the UN a lot, they approached me and asked, would you like to teach a course, one on environmental issues at the United Nations and another one on international environmental law? And initially these courses were just a week long and they were intense. They were full day courses. I had never taught in my life, but I just completely poured myself into it and took a textbook and basically tried to condense it into mini lessons for a week. And, um, and I and that week, I remember I was just 24 seven, completely devoted into brainstorming really creative ways to teach and answering questions and, you know, coming up with interesting exercises and games for the students because they were of all different ages from different countries, from different backgrounds and different professional and educational backgrounds. So it was very, it was such a challenge to kind of do that, but it all kind of naturally came together. And then when those two courses that I taught went really well, 
the professors got a lot of positive feedback. And then the professor of international environmental law at Pace happened to be retiring. And they approached me and asked if I would take over her class. So that's what I did for about two or three years. And then I moved over to teaching as an adjunct there. So that's that's how it, it just all naturally flowed. And it was just my love and my passion that I was pouring into it and my hard work that kind of kept accelerating me. But I didn't consciously plan. And even the government agency job that I initially got after college, there was somebody who came as a guest speaker into one of my classes in college. And I was I was able to audit graduate level classes at Columbia. And he happened to come to that class that I happened to be auditing. And we had a really great conversation. And he said, hey, do you have any plans for after graduation? I want you to come join me and work with me. So it all just organically evolved. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I, I appreciate that, right? And again, one thing I wanna lean into is notice that what was the common denominator in all of those situations, all of those experiences, it was Amy. It was her, but more specifically, it's the mindset. It's how we approach every single one of those. See, she didn't have to be part of the, the UN. She didn't have to be doing those courses. She didn't have to say, yeah, she didn't have to show up, but she did. And that's what she said. All I did was I just kept showing up and I kept pouring my love and passion into everything. That's the secret. That's the secret. No matter what you do, whether you're playing soccer, whether you're playing basketball, whether you're getting a coffee or whether you're, you know, on a work call, closing a contract, show up with love and passion in whatever you do, raise your standards from a beautiful place and lower those expectations. And when you do, I promise you, you keep showing up you will be fulfilled, you will be proud, you will be joyous, you will be loved, you will be like crazy fulfilled. Why? Because we as human beings, we would do more for other people than we would ever do for ourselves. And if you notice when Amy was talking about the impact she was making to those students and then coming up with different lessons and different ways to teach them, her energy just was like a different type of energy, right? She's smiling like a Christmas tree right now. That's the difference, my friends. So find something that works for you. What kind of impact would you like to make? How would you like to make an impact? Raise your standards. Don't downgrade your dreams. Dream big and just find ways to get there one step at a time. So from our entire family here at the 1% Growth Club, we are sending you all so much love, so much light, so much energy. Have a beautiful, beautiful Tuesday, my friends. Live with love and live with gratitude and appreciation. We'll see you all same place, same time tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for sharing your time and energy with us today. I hope you captured one or two insights and implement them in your life. Subscribe to the channel. Leave an honest rating and review. Share this with someone you love or someone that you know. We just never know the difference it'll make for them. Again. My name is AJ Gupta, and as always, from our family to yours, we love you. Live with love and live with gratitude and appreciation. Take care.